I'm Max Pringle with these headlines. President Biden is leaving for Europe at this hour on his first foreign trip since taking office. The goal of the eight-day trip is to try and rebuild strained relationships with allies who were put off by former President Trump's America First foreign policy agenda. Biden spoke with reporters as he boarded the plane this morning. Strengthening the alliance, make it clear to Putin and to uh, China that Europe and the United States are tight and the G7 is going to move. Biden has stops in the U.K. for the G7 meeting in Cornwall. He'll then head to Brussels for meetings with NATO leaders before heading to Geneva for a summit meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Biden has said it's important that the West publicly demonstrate it can compete economically with China as the world emergency emerges from the coronavirus pandemic. President Biden has ended talks with the Republican-led negotiator on a big infrastructure package. Biden walked away from talks with West Virginia Senator Shelley Moore Capito after not being able to bridge the $750 billion spending gap between the Democratic and Republican proposals. He's reportedly reached out to 10 senators who are working on their own bill as congressional Democrats consider moving ahead without GOP support. Christina Onestad has more. Senate Democrats say they're taking two approaches to passing President Joe Biden's infrastructure plan. Now that he's ditched negotiations with Republican Shelley Capito. Here's Senate leader Democrat Chuck Schumer. We will not be able to do all the things that the country needs in a totally bipartisan, in a bipartisan way. And so at the same time, we are pursuing um, the, the uh, pursuit of reconciliation. And that is going on at the same time. With a narrowly split House and a 50-50 Senate, the White House faces political challenges pushing its priorities through Congress with Democratic votes alone and centrists in the party like Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin. But Senate budget rules allow legislation to be approved with a 51-vote threshold rather than the 60 votes typically needed to advance a bill past a Republican filibuster. I'm Christina Onestead reporting for KPFA. The Senate overwhelmingly approved a bill Tuesday to boost investment in scientific research. The centerpiece of the bill is a $50 billion emergency allotment to the Commerce Department to push semiconductor development and manufacturing through research and incentive programs previously authorized by Congress. The bill's overall cost would increase spending by about $250 billion, with most of the spending occurring in the first five years. Supporters described it as the biggest investment in scientific research that the country has seen in decades. It comes as the nation's share of semiconductor manufacturing globally has steadily eroded from 37% in 1990 to about 12% now, and as a chip shortage has exposed vulnerabilities in the U.S. supply chain. While the bill enjoys bipartisan support, a core group of GOP senators has reservations about its costs. European Union lawmakers today endorsed a new travel certificate that will allow people to move between EU countries without having to quarantine or undergo extra coronavirus tests. The move paves the way for the pass to start in time for summer. The widely awaited certificate is aimed at saving Europe's travel industry and prime tourist sites from another disastrous vacation season. The pass will have both paper and digital forms and will be introduced soon. Several EU countries have already begun using the system, including the Czech Republic, Denmark, Germany, and Greece. 
Right now, traveling in the EU's 27 nations is a trial for tourists and airlines alike. Countries have various COVID-19 traffic light systems where those in green are considered safe and those in red to be avoided, but each nation is applying different rules and standards, making travel confusing for all. Meanwhile, France is easing COVID-19 restrictions ahead of the summer tourist season. Starting today, non-essential travel will be allowed from certain countries, and bars, restaurants, and cafes will start allowing indoor dining. Feature Story News' Ross Cullen reports from Paris. Previously, only the outdoor areas of bars and cafes were open, but indoor dining rooms are also now open again. Sports halls, swimming pools and theme parks can also reopen from Wednesday. The eye-catching measure is to allow non-essential travel, but all incoming visitors must be fully vaccinated and people travelling from countries on France's coronavirus amber list, like the US and the UK, must also show proof of a recent negative PCR test before coming into France. Ross Cullen, Paris. And I'm Max Pringle. You're listening to Sojourner Truth on Pacifica Radio.